1: You bet she thinks your tractor's sexy. This is the Midwest Farm Report
0: with Pam Yonke. Saw people running around in shorts yesterday. That's the kind of hearty stuff we're made of in Wisconsin. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yonke. Tickled to have you along with us as we hit midweek around the state of Wisconsin. If you were outside in shorts yesterday, guess what? You'll probably have a repeat performance coming your way today. Not as much sunshine for this Wednesday as what we enjoyed yesterday, but still plenty warm. 56 are expected high today under partly cloudy skies, not much of a breeze expected, at least not for most of the day. Tomorrow, similar picture, partly cloudy skies and 57. Then a sudden change of events for Friday. Partly cloudy skies, 36 are expected high on Friday. Saturday, no better than 41 before we jump back to the 50s on Sunday. What's coming up weather-wise? Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has all the details on the way. Also, Wisconsin beef producers being asked some questions about how their checkoff dollars are being spent. Talking about that with Grace Link from the Wisconsin Beef Council and its auction season again around the state of Wisconsin We'll talk with Randy Kath, who's in-state coordinating a lot of dairy auctions this spring. It's
2: all on the way. At Comp Financial, we're defined by you, your hopes for the future as well as what you need today. As a local member-owned cooperative, you shape how we serve agriculture and rural communities. As a partner and part of your community, we're here for you with personalized service and expertise you can rely on. Contact your local Compure Financial team at 844-426-6733 or visit com slash you for your lending and other financial needs. Compure Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.
3: Just because vegetables aren't growing outside right now doesn't mean that the community-supported agriculture farmers are just sitting around. I'm Charity Seebecker from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And Tess Romanski, Communications and Development Manager for the Fair Share CSA Coalition, provide some insight into what those farmers are doing right now during the winter and what customers should know for this year's season. Fair Share CSA Coalition
4: supports about 40 endorsed farms, and then we have an additional um, number of affiliated farms. So Fair Share supports about 80 small-scale diversified vegetable farms across the Midwest, um, with a majority of them being in Wisconsin.
3: And with those CSA farmers, what change-ups maybe are those producers making right now?
4: Two major things, two major adjustments we've seen in CSA since the pandemic specifically, and then in the last few years, has been um, an increase of customizable shares and home delivery. So online sales portals during the pandemic really took off and became more efficient for both consumers and farmers to use. Um, so this helps a lot with customizing where customers could swap or pick from a curated list that goes into their box each week just right online. Um, so the technological advances during the pandemic really made that model easier for farmers to offer. We've also seen a lot of our farmers offer home delivery options as well, especially with safety considerations during the pandemic and um, ease of access for folks who maybe can't go out to a a drop site. Um, And then market shares are also something where we've seen a lot of growth, um, where members can pay upfront at the beginning of the season, just like a traditional CSA share. Um, but instead of receiving a box, they can shop for their produce at a designated pickup spot on the farm or at the farm's market booth. Um, That's also been gaining popularity. It combines the flexibility of a customizable share where uh, people can kind of pick what food they want from their farmer while also reducing some of the burden on the farmer to put a box together every week. um, There's a lot less logistics that go into a market share. So those are a few things that we've seen. um, A lot more flexibility on the customer end and a lot more ease from the farmer's perspective.
3: A lot of those decisions are made with that customer in mind. Obviously, the consumer preferences have changed and those make a difference. Is buying local still strong among consumers within the CSA program or how have their preferences changed?
4: Yeah, so we've seen local food purchasing in general is still a really strong trend. Um, the pandemic caused unprecedented change in where, how, and what food consumers were purchasing and where it came from and how they're getting it. Um, The University of Kentucky has actually done some really interesting research on consumer preferences. They're currently in the process of running another consumer study with even more updated information. Um, But what we've seen regionally in our farmer network is we saw a really large increase in CSA purchasing during 2020, 2021, and now we're seeing a little bit um, closer to numbers to where we were pre-pandemic, but other local markets like farmers markets and food co-ops are still... still really strong as well. So definitely a little ebb and flow over the pandemic just in terms of CSA, but local purchasing overall has stayed pretty steady.
3: What are the high-demand products that consumers are asking for, or even some that maybe are going faster than others that you've seen?
4: Yeah, so we've seen um, a big increase in winter and storage shares, so that's kind of like late-season uh, shares. You know, the traditional CSA, at least in the Midwest, kind of goes. It depends on the farm, obviously, but, like, there's a spring share, which kind of is April and May, and then the full-season share usually goes September, October. There's a uh, an increase in winter or storage shares, which are kind of that late-season, like October, November storage um crops like onions potatoes things that can last really well um, people seem to be really interested in local purchasing continuing beyond what's seen as the stand like standard growing season where the farmers markets are in full swing so um we've seen a lot more interest in kind of that late season uh purchasing and then add-ons have also been really popular so farms who um offer grain or meat add-ons where you can kind of purchase additional things in addition to your veggies, um, eggs, flowers, to kind of round out and offer more of a whole diet-type share um, has been something that we've seen a lot of increase in. Um, it's also really attractive for consumers because it cuts down on the number of products they have to buy elsewhere, so CSA can become kind of more of a one-stop pickup rather than you know, one of several places you have to go to get your groceries.
3: And with that higher demand that we talked about of people wanting that local grown food, How have prices changed?
4: So as with most things the last few years, the price of farming inputs, overall costs in general have risen. Um, Many small-scale, diversified vegetable farmers um, aren't making a living wage when you look at their overall hours they work compared to their income, just in general, because farming is a lot of work. It's really hard. It's expensive to get everything you need. So um, we've seen CSA share prices rise in conjunction with other rising prices in order for farmers to continue to run successful and sustainable farm businesses. Um, the farmers that we work with, they raise their price because they need to be able to succeed in their business, not necessarily because they're selling out super fast and want to make a bunch of money on it. The, the farmers that we work with are very cost conscious and thinking through what is a fair price for their labor and what is a fair price for the food they're growing and kind of the tension between wanting to feed people and need, needing to make a living wage. So prices have been rising, but for the most part, that is from what we've been hearing, it's due to the rising prices. Not necessarily just because of consumer preferences in general. it's 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 really focused on making sure that their businesses are sustainable.
3: And what is really the benefit for farmers to become part of that CSA program? One of the biggest benefits of being a CSA farmer is the upfront payment at the beginning of
4: the season um, when the majority of expenses are coming in, seeds, soil inputs, tool maintenance, all that's happening months before they're selling their product. So having customers opt in early, creates a really strong reciprocal relationship with their members. Um, There's also a really strong personal connection. So people are buying in, they're invested in your farm, they're invested in the food you're growing. And then people also just love knowing their farmers, knowing where and how their food is grown. CSA really helps facilitate that connection.
3: How can customers sign up to purchase a share of a CSA Farms produce? How soon should they be signing up?
4: Uh, In today's digital age, most farms have CSA forms directly on their website. Um, So, you can uh, check with farm farm support organizations for tools to find a farm. Um, Fairshare has an online farm search tool, which is really handy. Uh, do a simple Google search, look on social media. You can ask friends, family, at the farmers market, or at food co-ops to find CSA farms. And then once you kind of narrow it down, usually the, the sign-up form is just right on the website. Farms are, you know, have really dialed in on how to make it as easy as possible to sign up, and sign-ups are in full swing. Uh, CSA week is February 19th to the 25th, which is the busiest time of year for CSA sign up. So it's definitely a good time. Uh, if you're worried about a farm selling out, which does happen, um, now is definitely the time to find a share.
3: That was Tess Romanski, Communications and Development Manager for the Fair Share CSA Coalition. She added that it's more than just getting food from your farmer. It's about supporting that farmer, living a healthier lifestyle, and really understanding how your food is grown so that you can continue to share that knowledge with future generations. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Charity Sebecker.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
5: I'm Will Sweda. As an engineer, we look for precision, quality, technical expertise, and products that solve long-term problems. It's what we do. At Swita Metal Roofing.
6: Contact us about our eco-friendly and sustainable roofing.
5: I'm Mike. Will.
6: And Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting, architectural strength and beauty of a Swita Metal Roof.
5: S-W-I-T-A, metalroofing.com.
1: Metal Roofing, the last roof you'll ever need.
7: Your healthcare journey in a hospital system can give you the heebie-jeebies. From navigating the parking garage to sitting in the crowded waiting room worrying about the results and cost. MH Imaging in Middleton performs MRIs, CTs, X-rays, and ultrasounds for a fraction of the cost of a medical system. And parking is just a few steps away. Results are available the same day, providing you with answers you need to know now. Visit MHImaging.com.
5: Your parents moved to a smaller house. They're happy, but how'd you end up with their leftover furniture in your garage? And is that a box of sewing patterns from the 1970s? It's time to call Two Men and a Junk Truck, a division of Two Men and a Truck, to get it hauled away today. Get a free no-obligation estimate. We recycle and repurpose usable stuff. Experience the calm after the clutter. Visit twomenandajunktruck.com.
6: Keep what you love, ditch what you don't.
1: Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. Oh
0: man, dirty dirty boots is exactly the way to describe what's going on around Wisconsin today. Beautiful weather, you can't argue the temperatures. We're going to be talking about the details for today. Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist on the way. Morning again everybody, I'm the fabulous farm babe Pam Yonke. Tickle to be along with you. If you check out Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, you'll see a picture I posted yesterday. I've got two Sheltie dogs, and boy I'll tell you, they love playing outside with mom. Uh, Mom not so happy when they come in the house, and I imagine a lot of you folks are dealing with the same. Hey, we've got some good news later this morning about the request for some uh, special conditions on TIF districts that could impact a couple different agriculture projects around Wisconsin, including a soy crush facility being proposed for the community of Evansville. Stick around for that. We're also waiting for developments at the state capitol about potential funding for expansion on the gas pumps that you have access to across the state cal dalton is a corn producer he's in the partyville area he keeps an eye on what's going on with ethanol and has been a voice for the ethanol industry since its inception he says what you have to understand are that those pumps are expensive but they save you money if you got access the
2: ethanol pumps that they're talking about uh the the pumps that would contain a higher blends of ethanol. Some of the the filling stations around the state do have them right now, and typically the 15% blend of ethanol is five to 10 cents a gallon cheaper, sometimes even 20, depending on the station. And so it's a good value for the consumer. Uh, Any car built from 2001 to present day can use that fuel, and it's a clean fuel. It's uh, there's a lot less pollution associated with fifteen percent blends versus even the ten percent blends.
0: Kel Daltony is a corn grower from Partyville, also a member of the Wisconsin Corn Growers Association, and he says the other thing you have to remember and why they're asking for assistance from the state is those pumps that offer you E fifteen are expensive. A
2: lot of these uh, pumps are. Uh, you know, 20, 25, $30,000, which, you know, really surprises a lot of people, but they have to be to, uh, to function. And usually there's a 10 year lifespan on those pumps. And in the National Corn Growers, we worked with uh, Gilbarco, which is a pump manufacturer, and Dresser Wayne, which is the other one, to develop uh, components in their pumps that would take up to 30, 40% ethanol blends in the future.
0: There you got it. Some of the rationale behind what they're talking about at the State House, looking for a little financial support for our uh, individual gasoline pumps. Trying to give you E15 as a fueling option. Not bad, especially when you start thinking about how the price of everything else has been going up around the state of Wisconsin, including the cost of food. More on that a little later this morning. Right now, it's time to pivot and talk about how you can be spending time in the great outdoors walking instead of driving, if you like. Time to catch up with our friends, Tumac Ag Meteorologist, for our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update on a Wednesday. Yeah, I imagine you've got a hound, too. I suppose yours is making... All kinds of love tracks around your house, too, like mine.
7: Oh, yeah. He got in the back hall and left some big wet prints this (laughs) morning with the little mud in every one of them. It's like, oh, that'll be fun cleaning up later.
0: When I I posted my picture of the Sheltie dogs yesterday, I said I can hear my dad talking to my mom. At this time of the year, (laughs) it was always her kind of holding her head in supposed agony when we came in from outside because you couldn't get your boots off fast enough. You couldn't get your boots off before you hit the kitchen door or the, the hallway. And my dad would always say, look at her and just say, it's only mud. Well, so, sometimes it's only
6: mud.
7: It's mostly only dirt when it gets here. Come on.
0: <laughs> well, it's going to be around for a while, buddy. I I love it. This is crazy, though, how much above average we are.
7: Yeah, I can see the snow melted back a little bit ahead close to the deck. You can see it's back a couple of inches from yesterday. It's still the wet spot, of course, as it's thawing yet some more this morning because temperatures are so very, very mild. A high pressure system is trying its best to keep us high and dry for today. But there's a bit of a warm front pushing up in the southern part of the state. A cool front pulls through by late today and into the nighttime. Not that it's going to have any kind of an influence. I do not expect precipitation. Some morning clouds in eastern Wisconsin will clear out and will brighten up statewide and have a very, very much above normal mild day for today. That's all there is to the story. I just don't expect it to change too much. Temperature is still well above for tomorrow, but then we cool it down. After this cool front slips through west and northwest winds Thursday into Thursday night, we'll tap into some cooler air. We, in fact, drop back a lot more like normal for Friday. And before you think that's the end of it, it turns right around. Saturday, Sunday, we start to warm up. Not very quickly Saturday, but by Sunday and Monday, we push back up into the 50s for most places. We may see one of those close to 60s by Tuesday. And I just don't have precipitation in that picture either. We've been talking about it as we get together that, you know, are we going to hit one of those planting seasons where it rains a lot again because we're not getting it now? I hope that's not the case. I don't see it in the forecast, but we are going to be staying dry on through the end of February and pretty mild as well. I'll have forecast details right after this.
0: Mm, mm, mm. That's basically all I can say about the brand new Bavaria Berkshire Brats. I'm eating them. My family's eating them. My friends are eating them. And everybody says the same thing. Wow. Yeah, fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for Bavaria Sausage. Now, these special Berkshire brats are available only in their retail location corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitch Rona Road in Fitchburg. Open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. You will notice the difference. Bavaria Sausage created these Berkshire brats on their own. They have the old world flavors. They have the old world recipes that they knew were tried and true. They amped it up by working direct with a farmer that focuses exclusively on raising quality Berkshire hogs. And you will notice the difference. Do a side-by-side tasting with your friends and your family, and you'll be coming back for more. And we sure hope you do. But remember, for right now, the Berkshire Brat's available only in-store at the corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitch Rona Road in Fitchburg, open Monday through Friday, 9
7: until 5.
0: All righty, Stu, let's have that forecast. It is grilling weather out there now.
7: Now you're talking. I hadn't thought of that. Hmm. The Compeer financial ag weather forecast does call for our skies to become mostly sunny. Morning clouds, especially in the east, will clear out a bit and we brighten up and we're going to have a day. Mid 50s east, upper 50s west and the south winds will become northwest later. Only about five, not too chilly. Mostly cloudy tonight, a little clearing, maybe late mid or just a few lower 30s here and there. North winds around five. A few morning clouds, but skies become sunny on Thursday. Still pushing up toward the mid 50s with the winds becoming northwest about five to 10. And mostly sunny Friday. Here's your cool one, Pam. Mid-30s, I expect, Friday. North winds 5 to 10, and then back up around 40 and climbing the rest of the weekend.
0: Yeah, that's just as spooky to think about 60. When is the end of winter? Do you remember?
7: Well, according to the calendar, you know, that's going to be March 1st. Winter's over. but Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I got you. We've got a ways to go.
0: Yeah, on the calendar, anyhow. All right, dude. Yes. See you tomorrow. Thanks. All right, see you then. Stu Monk, our ag meteorologist with your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update on a Wednesday. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. Hey, don't forget, 1 o'clock today, Compure's got that special online webinar for you first-time home buyers that are thinking about investing in a rural property. They've got a new uh, financing po- package that might be the ticket for your success this spring. Compure.com is where you can get registered. That's happening at one o'clock today.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. The
9: 3535 program is a great way to recognize young farmers and ag professionals for all the hard work that they do on sustainability. Through this program, I've really gotten to see a lot of different perspectives on how everybody defines sustainability differently. You're really going to have a great network of people to lean on in the future if you have any questions or any issues that may arise.
5: WFBF.com
1: A voice for farmers A vision for agriculture Wisconsin Farm Bureau
2: you love your home. It's full of memories from the past and even more memories to be made. When you're ready to spruce it up, contact AF Construction. AF Construction will talk to you about your addition ideas, like a relaxing three-season sunroom or expanded living space. AF Construction, your local hands-on remodeling contractor, offering line item estimates and eye-popping results. For your free consultation, visit afconstructionllc.com. Get ready for a remarkable new look.
6: Have you been wanting to try non-surgical body sculpting but unsure where to start? We can help. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. MSculpt Neo is a game changer in the world of body contouring. With its dual technology of heat and magnetic energy, NEO can reduce fat by 30% and increase muscle mass by 25%. With NEO, you can enjoy simple, comfortable sessions and no downtime. You'll even feel stronger in just a few sessions. One patient recently said, I can tell in my crunches and golf swing. I wish I had known about this sooner. This was after only two treatments. Emsculpt Neo is perfect for those looking to kickstart their fitness journey, enhance their athletic performance, or simply feel more confident in their own skin. To learn more, visit Prairie.com.
3: Buying a really
0: good piece of jewelry may seem intimidating, but not after you talk with William Thomas. They take the time with you so you know your money is well spent, not overspent. Their decades of knowledge shine almost as brilliantly as the stunning stones in your custom piece. Come see the collection of gorgeous gems and choose one for your very
2: own. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler.
6: Celebrating 30 years of brilliance. Farming is dangerous, there's dangers all around us. We work around it and we live around it every day and we just become desensitized to what's around us.
8: We go through safety training and you know, we try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen, but you just never know.
2: There are so many farmers that I think take for granted all of the underground utilities that are there.
6: You don't wanna hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it.
2: we kind of know what's out here,
8: but all at the same time, you, you just always call
6: FarmSafe 811. Starts with you. Whether you're installing drain tile or doing any sort of digging, always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked and have the depth confirmed. That's farming with care. But if a line does get damaged, go somewhere safe and call 911.
1: Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org.
2: This is Matt and Pete Gunderson. We recently celebrated the life of Ingrid, proud of her Norwegian heritage and a passion for art. Her life celebration included the Norwegian art of rosemaling. Her family was invited to help decorate the casket. Allow us to personalize every detail of a life well lived.
1: Let our family help
4: your family.
8: Visit GundersonFH.com over 100 years as your hometown life celebration center.
4: Now that I refurbished my entire living room with Lazy Luxury, everyone keeps asking, is that a Lazy Boy recliner? What they don't know is that my budget allowed me to redecorate for a fraction with free in-home design included. I say yes. At Lazy Boy, customizable fashion and luxury can be this simple.
2: Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy. Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Madison, East Springs Drive, near East Town Mall.
5: And now a break from the Farm Report with Pam Yankee for a sports report. I saw the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously your Super Bowl winner, they had a funny tweet yesterday. Their tweet was, This season, our defense held opponents to under 25 points in 20 of 21 games, marking the most such games for any team in NFL history. Who was the one team that they didn't hold that to, that would be your Green Bay Packers and Jordan Love. We were all talking about that matchup. Packers, Chiefs, Mahomes, Love. And the Packers, they did it. 27-19 to 19 over the eventual Super Bowl winners, the Kansas City Chiefs. If you uh, get down with transitive property, then maybe your Green Bay Packers are Super Bowl winners. How about that? But in that game, you know Jordan Love, 25-36, Two hundred and sixty-seven yards and three tutties for Jay Love, and you uh, were like, "I think this is the guy. I think this is the guy to do it." Jordan Love uh, was on um, uh, Michael Parsons' podcast talking about you know a turning point in the season, and uh, we'll play a couple of clips here from Jordan Love as uh, he sat down. You know the turning point of the season and what his best parts were. Here's a little clip of Jordan Love on when it really started to get together. For number ten out there, Take you a see everything.
10: You you, you don't try to see it, but you see everything. Yeah. Um, even when I, I, I like, especially after losses, I'm not about to get on no social media. I ain't trying to see what people are talking do about. I know they talking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I I think from the start of the year, like we we was locked in. I was locked in. Um, you know, we started fast. We had our first game in Chicago, came out hot, beat up on them, and then obviously we got in that funk. I got enough funk. Started throwing a couple picks, forcing the ball. Um, and, man, that's when I really locked it. After, after the Vegas game, I threw three picks that game. We lost. I threw a pick on the last play of the game. Um, after that game, I was like, man, I felt like I was hesitating out there. I would see stuff and, you know, I was processing it. I would see it, but I, I'd hesitate to throw it. Um, and after the game, I was like, man, who cares? I I know I got to trust myself. I know I'm a great player. I know I can read a defense right and uh, put the ball where I want it. So I just got to trust myself and let it rip and be confident out there. And uh, that's what it was, man. I just started trusting my receivers too. I knew I was I was going to give them chances to go up there and get that ball, man. And I uh, was throwing it up. Yeah, I was throwing it up, man. They, and they was making plays.
5: But on Jordan Love, you know, is he that next guy? Is he the third uh, lightning to strike from Favre to Rogers now to Jordan Love? Uh, talking about Jay Love did on the Michael Parsons podcast. You know, the 2020 draft and the moment that he was found uh, that he found out he's going to Green Bay as a Packer. Cool insight here from Jordan Love. As Brian Gutekunst circled that guy, he's like, I want him. Trade it up to get him. Uh, a lot of people were, myself included, like, I can't believe they just did that. Like, why are you upsetting the apple cart here with Aaron Rodgers, who was just, you know, coming off an MVP? Well,
10: here's Jordan Love. For you, but like that whole process, you go to the combine, you talk to every team in the combine. You meet with every team, all these GMs, and I feel like they're all, you know, they don't give you too much. They just ask you questions, ask you about yourself, ask you how you are as a player, and it's all kind of similar stuff. So you don't really get a feel. Who likes you? My year coming out, I knew that, you know, there were certain teams that were, were going to be taking a quarterback. Um, obviously, we knew Joe Burrow was going he was going to the Bengals. Um, and it was kind of going to see what happens after that with the the Dolphins, the Chargers, um, and just go from there. But, man, I had no idea. Um, I actually only talked to Green Bay. I talked to them at the Combine. And I, t- I actually talked to them uh, the night before the draft. I talked to Matt. And uh, the offense coordinator, uh, Nathaniel Hackett. So, But at the same time, like I said, you're talking to everybody. So I, I couldn't really get a beat on, on who wanted me, who was going to pick me. Nobody's showing me their hand. Um, so I ain't know. And then draft night unfolds, man. And obviously Joe goes number one with the Bengals. Um, Tua to Miami. Uh, Jay Herbo to the Chargers. And I'm like, okay, that's the teams that need a quarterback. So that I, I knew need a quarterback. So it's like, okay, now we're going to play the weight game, see who needs it. I thought, you know, coming into it, I was like, okay, I'm going to go first round, you know what I mean? Um, Everything I was hearing was like, yeah, you're going first round, you're going first round. After those teams went, I was like, okay, man. What's What's up? (laughs) About the waiting game. We were sitting there in my house waiting, like, okay, man. Everybody's getting taken off the board. No more quarterbacks getting taken. I'm like, okay, so who really needs a quarterback right now? And then, uh, yeah, man, we sitting there out of the blue. Get that call. Green Bay, Wisconsin. Mm. oh okay hello yeah okay green bay packers
5: (laughs) and that's pretty cool right there for jordan love and now back to the farm report with pam Yankee.
1: Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
0: Welcome back on Wednesday morning. Fabulous farm babe, Pam Yonke. Tickled, you're joining us. We are going to be talking with Grace Link from the Wisconsin Beef Council. There's some important questions they want Wisconsin's beef producers to be answering. And remember, we're not just talking about beef producers with those native cattle, those straight uh, beef breeds. We're also talking now more and more about Wisconsin dairy industry and what we call the beef on dairy breeds that we're working with stick around for that conversation also a new president of the wisconsin cattlemen's association she hails originally from missouri now she's uh, raising red angus beef with her husband nolan in the Rio area her name is tressa Lacey. We're going to find out a little bit more about her background and what she hopes to accomplish with the Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association as we roll our way through the morning. Weatherwise, it's going to be a beautiful day around Wisconsin to roll wherever you're going. Partly sunny skies on the way, 56 are expected high. Partly sunny on Thursday, 57. Sudden surprise on Friday, cloudy skies and 36 degrees. So, Today is the 21st day of February. What can I tell you? Let's see. On this day, back in 1878, the world's first telephone book is issued. It was in New Haven, Connecticut, and guess how big it was? Just a single piece of cardboard, and it had about 50 numbers on it. The first telephone book on this day back in 1878. On this day in 1972, then-President Richard Nixon started his historic trip to to China. He was the very first U.S. president to actually physically visit China. Obviously a really major step in normalizing relations between the two countries. Happened on this day back in 1972. And happy birthday on this 21st day of February to actor Kelsey Grammer, 69, Jennifer Love Hewitt, she is 45, and Elliot Page, celebrating 37 years on this date. And now you know. (laughs) We'll be right back. The cat sat on the it's a Wednesday. That means it's time for us to catch up with our friends from the Steffes Group. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group dot com. Check them out online. Boy, I'll tell you, the calendar is starting to fill again quickly for 2024. Randy Kath is along with me. Now, you know when we talk to Randy, usually it's about the quality tested hay auctions
8: or it's about cattle. This time around, Randy, talking about cattle. Cattle in Wisconsin. Yeah, you know, the dairy is kind of soft right now. A lot of people are looking at a possible transition, so we're doing a lot of Farm, farm visits right now trying to figure things out with the families and you know it's it's a tenuous time right now so we're, we're just trying to give sellers options that's that's what we're looking at right now is figuring out a future plan whether it's a transition from a from a livestock operation into a or a dairy operation to a beef operation or or continuing on without the cattle and moving to a crop entity um, you know the reality is we need both buyers and sellers right so a lot of these guys that are transitioning away from livestock chances are they need to sell some livestock equipment but maybe need to add some equipment back from a crop rotation standpoint and we offer both you know so we can help out on on any type of farm transition whether it's crop livestock involved construction or otherwise.
0: You know gone are the days when you could call around the state with other dairy guys that you knew see if they wanted to pick up a couple of cows you want to take the whole herd you guys offer that wide net that you can cast to find those
8: operations that are looking to grow a little bit. Absolutely so it's just not a it's not a local market anymore it's such a regional nationwide market most of our cattle auctions that we've had We'll have buyers from 12 to 15 different states, um, so you know you don't just have to rely on your neighbors to buy your cattle anymore. We open up opportunities from, uh, for literally a nationwide market.
0: Randy Katz, along with us from the Steffes Group, again remember that website, steffesgroup.com. Now let's talk about an
8: auction you've got coming up in Wisconsin, month of March. Yeah, we have the Bacon Family Farms of Amherst, uh, Amherst, Wisconsin. They've retired from the dairy business and the crop entity. Uh, three brothers over there that did a really nice job for a long time decided to hang it up and gave us a call and we're happy to help them they've got a, a nice run of equipment got some really good Good-looking boxcar magnums out there: 7240, 7140, 7120. Just a nice set of tractors, moderate on the hours—five, six thousand hours. Good shape, good runners, good tires. And along the line, uh, pretty much a full cropping operation. So combines and harvest equipment, right down to seeding and tillage equipment, should be a nice run. We do that. We're doing that March 19th on an online-only style auction. Oh. Go to the website. You can you can check out pictures and information on all the equipment selling, as well as good phone number for the boys over there. They'd be happy to answer your question. If you want to go out and take a look at the items, just give them a call. They can take a tour anytime. That's what I like about the Steffers Group.
0: They don't get in your way. You want to ask the buyer or the seller a question directly as a buyer, they're happy to provide you with that contact information. Like we said, with that sale equipment right there in the center of the state, literally, you know you're probably just a couple hours drive. Randy Kath along with us from the Steffers Group. You'll find that auction in Amherst online with all the rest at steffesgroup.com that's s-t-e-f-f-e-s group.com ready to cap along with me from the steffes group
3: with the compare financial patronage program we share earnings with member owners of our cooperative it's our way of saying we are here here so you can pay down your loan faster or make a new investment in your operation and that family vacation you've been putting off yep we're here for that too Learn more at Compeer.com slash patronage. Compare Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright
1: 2023, all rates reserved. Keeping Wisconsin strong if you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong.
0: Yoza, what was a strong trade session yesterday in Chicago has turned weak overnight in overnight trade December corn right now. Uh, down a penny at 462 November Soybeans currently down a nickel at 1152 July New Crop Wheat down three right now at 5.77. Barrel cheese was unchanged yesterday in Chicago. Forty-pound block cheese gained four and a quarter at one fifty-two and a quarter. Double A butter was up two and a half, 2.77 and a half per pound. March Class Three milk this morning's down a nickel at 16.94. April's unchanged at 17.15. Be aware the Dow Jones Industrial Average right now also down about 70 points. Coming up next, introducing you to the new president of the Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association, a Missouri native who's living in Rio now and we're also visiting with grace link from the wisconsin beef council you stick around
1: this is the midwest farm report with pam young
8: at denny's jewelers we believe hugs never get old
4: to make sure your next gift purchase is deserving of a big old hug join our denny's cares a little more list
8: We help you choose what pieces of jewelry are must-haves, so your partner knows exactly what you like.
6: Then we help make those wishes come true.
8: Stop by and wrap your arms around the Denny's Cares A Little More list. And enjoy the hug. My folks like the prices and the
6: people at Denny's Jewelers. They care a little
0: more. Today's consumers have a lot of questions about where their food comes from and how it's produced. And that's all we talk about. I'm the fabulous farm babe, Pam Yankee, And at the Midwest Farm Report, all we do is try to make sure you've got clear information on what Wisconsin farmers are doing today to put food on your table tomorrow. It's not about eat this versus that, but instead giving you the information you need to make smart decisions as a consumer. Join us at MidwestFarmReport.com, fabulous farm babe on Facebook, and be sure to sign up
2: for our e-newsletter. Here's farmer and landowner, John Prue. We purchased the land about three years ago, and there was an old farmstead on there with trees, and we were going to clear the land so we could farm through it. We thought we knew where the pipe was, so we didn't call to get it located. The work on our property led to the damage of a light, crude pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse.
1: Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign.
4: We're known for our sweet moves, but what you might not know is that we can store your stuff too. Yep, from one day to one year. We can hold on to your things on our trucks or in our warehouse. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the unexpected storage move.
2: Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well and like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving.
1: If your conversations always start with the weather, welcome to the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Come on, you don't have to be involved in agriculture to be talking about the weather around Wisconsin this week. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. We're looking for partly sunny skies today, probably around 56. Partly sunny tomorrow, 57. A little bit of a surprise on Friday, 36 degrees. Saturday, we're back up to 41. Sunday, 53. And believe it or not, beginning of next week, we will touch out... In the low 60s, Uh uh-huh, that's right, I'm saying that today. 21st day of February. Oh, by the way, don't forget, today is the last day for the Wisconsin Forage Symposium. That's happening at the Chula Vista Resort in Wisconsin. Dells. all about alfalfa production, grasses, uh, cover crops, and also our professional nutrient applicators are there, and our custom operators, Charity Sebecker is joining up with them today. We also want to remind you that national FFA celebrations continue across the state of Wisconsin tomorrow. We're all about the Day of Giving, For the FFA, hope you'll plan on joining us we got a brand new face leading the Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association. Her name, Tressa Lacey. She is a beef producer along with her husband, Nolan, raising Red Angus cattle in the Rio area. She originally is from the state of Missouri, but happy to call Wisconsin home now. So
9: I'm originally from Missouri. Um, I moved to Wisconsin in 2017 and uh, I didn't go to college here, so I didn't really know a lot of producers. And so I joined Cattlemen's because I wanted to meet people with common interests um we bought our farm in 2018 so we started from you know the very beginning uh put in water lines fence barn all that kind of stuff and then we bought some red angus pears in 21.
6: uh we just run 10 head
9: um we only own 35 acres and then we lease another 35 Uh, my husband he's an ag engineer so he loves making small square bales and that's a pretty uh consistent you know form of revenue and so i'm trying to keep the cow herd small and we'll just see where it goes from there
0: Excellent. Tracy Lacey, she is the new president of the Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association, Missouri native, who now is farming with her husband, Nolan, in Ryle. We welcome her. Well, we welcome in this morning our friends from the Wisconsin Beef Council. They are the folks that drive the messages about beef production, beef consumption, beef research across the state of Wisconsin. You can find more out about the Wisconsin Beef Council at beeftips.com. Joining us today is Grace Link. She is the compliance officer with the Wisconsin Beef Council and she wants beef producers across the state which of course includes our dairy segment to recognize that there is a survey circulating out there. Wisconsin Beef Council wants your feedback on where your checkoff dollars are being invested and Grace Link wants you to know they have very specific guidelines on where those dollars can go.
9: Yeah, so we know that the more uh, farmers, ranchers, and cattle producers know about the Beef Checkoff program, the more they tend to support it. But we have to be really careful and keep in mind that the Beef Checkoff is there to drive demand for beef. So farmers and producers are not our target audience. We're leaning into consumers, getting them to eat more beef, put beef on their plates, feed it to their families, etc., So we want to be careful about how we spend those checkoff dollars because we want to um, keep in mind that we want to spend, you know, we don't want to spend your checkoff dollars teaching you what uh, they're doing. So we have to, um, you know, carefully work around that. Of course, we want you to be informed and you want to know where your money is being spent. Um, And we like telling you guys all the things that we are doing with checkoff dollars, but it's a fine line. So we've created this survey. It's very quick, easy to take. Um, online and paper versions, and of course, free. So um, it's a great way for us to gather our information so we can help better inform um, all of our producers in the state of Wisconsin on what we're up to at the Beef Checkoff.
0: Grace Link's in studio with us. Again, she's a compliance officer. That's why she is so... Uh, wants to make clear how they can spend checkoff dollars and how they cannot at the Wisconsin Beef Council. So let's talk about the questions then. Where did you focus in, Grace, when it comes to uh, this survey? And how long is it going to take? Because for people that are unfamiliar with what happens in the beef industry right now, a lot of people busy with calving, including yourself.
9: Yeah, so um, two main things that we wanted to learn with this survey that we thought we could do the most um, with, and that is where learning where farmers and ranchers get their news and information from, whether that be online, um, through social media, through printed magazines, through other producers, through events, et cetera, and then, um, their overall knowledge and support of the beef checkoff program. So do they know how we can and cannot spend our checkoff dollars? Um, do they know the structure of our, our beef council within the state, our board members who represents them? Um, how those dollars get allocated and being spent in our budgeting and all that. Um, So those are kind of the two things that we focused on. The survey takes less than five minutes. Like I mentioned, it's online. Um, All kind of yes or no bullet point questions. Uh, We don't ask you to write any sentences or paragraphs. So it's it's pretty easy to take. Um, And we do appreciate uh, all your time and effort in sharing um, kind of your information with us
0: well well, and let me get a shameless plug in if you're listening to this right now and you're hearing it on the radio on the podcast please remember to give that feedback to the Wisconsin Beef Council as well so they know that Grace is not wasting her time sharing this message and let's talk just a little bit more about we we can only use checkoff dollars for certain things by law and you're very aware of that producers should be if they're not give them a few items that they can turn to immediately, Grace, to try to educate themselves about the great things that checkoff dollars are doing, both in Wisconsin and maybe as important nationally and internationally.
9: Yeah, so no checkoff dollars can be used for policy um, on the government side of things. So uh, some highlights that we've had within our state in this fiscal year, remember our mission is to drive demand for beef, so thinking specifically um, with that mindset Uh, We did have the school food service resource guide launch, so that's a 36-page all-encompassing beef resource guide that is given to um, school districts across the state to encourage them to menu more beef and see the benefits of it. Um, Angie Horkin, the beef lady, appeared over 180 times on eight different stations and six TV markets throughout the state. Um, We had an extremely good social media presence on two new platforms um, as well as our tried and true Facebook and Instagram platforms as well this year. We hosted a wonderful trade team um, from Japan. So all those things, they have one thing in common, and that's to drive demand for beef. So that's um, the main goal, and we've had some really good success with that this year.
0: And again, like we said, uh, Grace Lincoln Studio, if you have not yet received your survey, if you're part of the beef industry, and as Grace pointed out, maybe you're, you've are you only got a couple cow-calf pears, something like that, uh, don't be afraid to reach out to the Wisconsin Beef Council and make sure that you get that survey. We'll also try to help by inserting a QR code on our podcast as well as a link to make sure if you feel like you have been overlooked, you will not be after that. And there's other ways that we can have people reach out to be a part of the survey. Right, Grace?
9: Yeah, so we have a email list within our state. So the Wisconsin Beef Council Producer Communications email list goes out roughly once a month. Um, So that's just a whole bunch of fun things that we're doing, again, to drive demand for beef in the state. Um, There's producer events listed in there and all good information uh, specifically for our state's producers. You can also sign up for the drive. So that's a Cattlemen's Beef Board publication. Um, Excellent, excellent resource to know not only what your dollars are doing at the state level, but also the national level. Um, And you can get that in either print, video or email form. So all kinds of options there. And then coming up, as we know, this, this time of year is meeting season in our state, so we'll be at all of the equity co-op annual meetings here coming up starting at the end of the month. And we're always happy um, and very welcomed to speak at different breed organization meetings, um, and we enjoy getting together with producers and sharing um, what we're doing in that perspective, too. There is also two producing quality beef meetings left this year, um, one on February 29th in Sparta and one on March 14th in Stratford. So those are excellent ways not only to better yourself as a beef producer, um, but also learn about what other organizations in the state are doing and working on.
0: Excellent, thanks. Grace Link, along with us from the Wisconsin Beef Council, your beef checkoff dollars at work. Find out more at beeftips.com. That's also brought to you courtesy of our friends at the Equity Cooperative Livestock Sales Barns. So the five things I want to leave you with this morning, don't forget, ethanol, E15 savings at the pump, getting some support at the state capitol for pump improvements across the state. A TIF district that could bring Wisconsin's first major soybean crush plant to the state has been approved. That location could be in Evansville. Also, now is the time if you want to be a subscription consumer. Going out to farms and getting fresh produce on a weekly basis? Get signed up for those CSAs, Community Supported Agriculture Ventures, today. Like we just heard, new president for the Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association from RIO. Congratulations to Tressa Lacey. And get your survey responses in for the Wisconsin Beef Council and your beef checkoff dollars. There you go, folks. Everything wrapped with a bow on a Wednesday. Tomorrow morning, our friends with Everag give us guidance on what's happening with the dairy markets. And tomorrow's also the Day of Giving for the National FFA and our Wisconsin